The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our reading from the prophet Isaiah chapter 60, where it says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Epiphany, which we celebrate today, is all about light. It's about the light of the star that God placed up into the heavens that beckoned the wise men to Bethlehem. It's about the light of that star that was actually lying beneath that star that was in the heavens. It's about how light did come and shined into the darkness. Yes, today on Epiphany we ponder light. But what is there really to think about when it comes to light? Well, today we focus on two characteristics that light has. Two characteristics which our scriptures for the day lead us to understand even about the light of the world. But first, let us speak of light in general. Light, indeed, is often spoken of as compelling. In all sorts of different ways, people have, throughout time, spoken about how light can draw people to itself. Yes, light has a way of shining until it gets noticed. It shines until it is seen. It comes, and it demands attention. And that property of light, of course, we do see today in our Gospel reading from Matthew. God places that special star up into the heavens, and it does draw people to itself. Yes, these magi or wise men from the east, likely living in Persia, see this star in the sky, shining amidst all the others. But this star captures their attention. It captures their attention so much that in fact they feel that they should take a trip to figure out exactly why that star has begun to shine. Yes, that light was indeed compelling. The other property of light that we stop and ponder this day is the fact that light not only shines, but it can actually make other things shine. Perhaps the easiest example of this is the sun making the moon to shine. I mean, it often seems as if the moon emits a light on its own. And yet, scientists tell us that it does not. It simply reflects the light that the sun places onto it. And our Old Testament reading speaks in this way to us as God's people. It says there that we are to arise and shine. Now, this is not God's command for us to somehow get up and be able to shine in a way that we have light emitting off of ourselves naturally. No, instead, we're to arise and shine precisely because God's light is going to shine on us and then reflect off of us. Yes, we, 
can even at times, the Bible says, shine in a way that other people will be attracted to us. They'll see that light shining off of us and wonder what it is all about. Yes, indeed, all the prophecies that we heard in our Old Testament reading about light and otherwise are all fulfilled when we read what happened at that time when the wise men came. For indeed, in Isaiah, it is written, they shall bring gold and they shall bring incense and they shall show forth the praise of the Lord. And indeed, Matthew records for us how those magi offered up gold and frankincense and myrrh and worshipped that newborn king. Indeed, Isaiah said that when the light would come, all people would be gathered unto that light. Isaiah says that all nations will come to the light, and indeed, in the coming of the wise men, we see the fulfillment of that prophecy beginning. Today, we do what the wise men of old did. We come with gladness to see the newborn king of the Jews. We come because the light Jesus has drawn us to himself. Yes, today we rejoice that the light has shone on us, and now it will shine off of us. Oh, of course, we're not talking just about that star that was in the heaven. We're talking about that star that was under that star. We're talking about the one who came to truly bring light into the world. For we believe that he comes to us. Yes, even this day, God says to each of us in truth, your light has come. Yes, that light not only showed up in Bethlehem to shine, but it shows up here week after week as well. In just a little while, I'll hold in my hands what seems like nothing more than a simple wafer of crushed grains and a cup of crushed grapes. But it is not just going to be those things. No, what I will hold in my hands will be the very body and blood of Jesus. It will indeed be Jesus, the light of the world, coming to you. And that's why when I hold it in my hands, I'll say the peace of the Lord be with you always. For that light of the world, he is our peace. Yes, he came to shine in Bethlehem, but he shines here as well. So today your light comes to you, so arise and shine. Yes, this light comes and shines on all who are sitting in darkness. So do you understand that you're sitting in darkness until that light shines on you? Do you understand that without the light of Christ, your entire existence would just be dark and dreary? Do you understand that without the holiness of Christ, your life would be nothing but sin and evil? If so, then when that light shines today, you will see it clearly, and it will draw you to itself. However, if you think calling yourself dark is a little too extreme, well then perhaps the light won't appear as bright to you. If you think of yourself already as sort of a shining star for others to see, if you think you can light up a room and maybe even a town, if you think that way about yourself, well then you won't see that light of Christ clearly, and you probably won't be drawn to it either. For isn't it true that we truly 
our marvel, we truly marvel at light only when we recognize that we are in pure darkness. Yes, those who understand today that they are in darkness without Christ will be drawn to the light. And they will rise and let that light shine off them when we celebrate the supper today. Oh, there might be others who will come forward to the rail thinking about how much they deserve to be there. They will hope that other people might notice their shine just a little bit. But if you come that way, well, you should know the scriptures say running into God's presence with arrogance, it's a very bad choice indeed. But if on the other other hand you understand the darkness of your life apart from Christ, then come forward and Christ will exalt you. That's what he does with the humble. He will enlighten you. That's what he does with the dark. Yes, you will come forward and something unexpected will happen. Christ's light will shine on you and then it will reflect off of you. Oh, you will not shine with the light of your own, but you will begin to reflect the light of Christ everywhere you go. Jesus shines on you today, and the darkness of your sin is removed. And with your sin gone, well, then that light can reflect off you perfectly. It can reflect off you into all the different places that Christ has called you to live. Yes, it is always in the darkness that the light shines the best and the brightest. Perhaps that's why God turned down the lights so far on Good Friday. For indeed, in those three hours that rained, that were dark on Good Friday, there the true star shone brightly. There Jesus hung up high in the heavens, just as that star had at the time of his birth. There it was clear that the light of the world had come to banish the darkness of the world forever. Today, we gather to see the light. For Epiphany is all about light. It's about that star that was in the heaven, but even more so, it's about the star that was lying there in the manger. He is your light. Arise and shine, for your light has come. The wise men, when they got to see Jesus, were told they stopped and they rejoiced greatly. May we do the same this day. As the light of Christ shines on us, and then shines off of us. Amen.